welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. I'm Tolly Talks, and we've got special guest again, Abraham, aka AB, aka we still don't have an RTB <laughs> for him. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. That's a good one. <laughs> aka Abraham Anonymous. I don't, know. I don't know. How you doing, bro? You good? I'm good, bro. It's a pleasure to be here, man. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Our Arnold is on annual leave still. Um, so at the end of the last episode, we kind of teased a little bit about what we're going to be talking about this week, which is about preparation. So why don't you give a bit of the backstory um, on this week's episode? Yeah, so the backstory is I was I was helping out Arnold with a refurbishment. Is you know, refurbishing a, a property and literally the key one of the key lessons i took away from that was about preparation Mm. and how and how that makes um, a big impact in terms of how we even execute it makes the execution even easier Mm. when when you're prepared you know and um yeah so it was so i think what there was was arnold had to paint a door okay and so he done the process of sanding it down and everything and he said, he said to me, he was like, bro, the, the painting of the door was so quick and it, it was so smooth, but the preparation to get to that point mm. took so much time, mm. do you know? But because he'd done the preparation well, it made, it was easier to execute it and do the, and do the painting. So and what that, was the preparation yeah. that he had to do? What did he have to do to prepare? He, so the door had the locks in, he had to take the locks out. He had to sand the door down mm. to make sure it was smooth to get it ready so that once he paints it, everything's, everything's looking prim and proper. So if you if he didn't sand it down to make it smooth, you'd be able to see certain marks and stuff on it, you know, once he paints over it. So he had to sand it down to make it smooth. And so just him explaining that, I just started thinking about preparation. And that was the main thing that I would say, that was one of the main things we took from this, from this project was about preparation, mm. you know, mm. and went into the project, you know, and for me, I learned so much from it. I know Arnold did as well, that you realized, okay, the preparation helps with everything in terms of when it comes to, you know, the people you bring on board to do certain jobs, the, doing your due diligence and who you get on. I know Arnold's probably going to speak more on this, mm-hmm. but yeah, just that whole thing of preparation, it makes the whole, that executing the, the project so much better and easier and, and quicker because you, you've prepared for everything, do you know? And um, I was, I've read of us like, um, I don't know if this is a real story, but I was reading it in devotion. It was talking about um, two guys that were cutting down trees and there was a younger guy and there was yes. an older guy. And <laughs> the younger guy's just killing it, <laughs> killing yeah. it. Just and he's hacking, thinking, hacking, hacking. yeah, he's looking at this OG thinking, what's this OG doing, man? I'm, I'm, he ain't working like me. You know, he's hacking and he turns around at the end of it and he realizes that the guy's done there enough double the amount he's done. And then mm. he says to the guy, How did you do it? You were taking a break every hour. The guy was like, Yeah, I took a 10 minute break to rest and to sharpen my axe. To sharpen the axe, exactly. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. In the detail, do you know? And it was like, Wow, like that was his prep, isn't it? It will mm. take time to step away, prep, make sure he's his axe is sharpened and it just showed me that, that that importance of being prepared and you could do more you know well a lot of times we just like we, we rush into things straight away in it mm. and we and also what i've realized is when you're prepared 
like no matter what you meet you're you're able to respond to it mm-hmm. as to when you're unprepared so I, I coach an under-14s team and I always tell I tell this to the boys all the time because they they believe that they're going to do something in the game that they haven't prepared for. How? They, bro, how? I'm telling you, I, I don't know. I don't know how it gets there. And I say to them, you rise to your level of training, not the occasion. Mm. Like, you, you're not doing this in training. It's not just going to happen in the game. Do you know? Wow. And, and wow. I think that is the key in preparation, isn't it? That when we do meet that challenge, we're ready for it because we've been prepping. Do you know what, right? It's actually it's actually a little bit different to that because mm. when you look at some of the truly like great athletes of our time, mm. right? Their training is actually harder than the game. 100%, yeah. So, you know, let's say, you know, a basketball game is 40 minutes, right? Our practices are mm. two hours long. Yeah. Right? We don't practice for 40 minutes. We practice mm. for two hours at a time. Yeah. You know, I don't practice taking 10 shots. I practice taking hundreds of shots mm, because in a game, I yeah. might get 10, mm. you know? So like so you said, true. you rise, you know, to the level of your training. So mm. like your training needs to be up here so that the game is a little bit below that. So that Definitely, you, can, yeah. you can be ready for that. Mm. It's so it's so true. Um, you like, there's there's one of the young, young football players that I'm mentoring he's getting the one-to-one sessions. And you know what the, the one-to-one coach does? He does the mm. fitness work with him before he does the, 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 the football skills. work. Yeah. And what he says is, I'm training you for the 80th, 90th minute when you have to yes. do something. Yes. So when yes. you're knackered yes. now, it's harder to concentrate when you're tired. Yes. It's easy to do the skills when you've got a lot of energy. When you're fresh. When you're fresh. When you're tired, anybody, that's when it's, you know. it's, it's hard. Yeah. And so he literally does the fitness work first. And the boy's exhausted, and then he get he tells him, "All right, bring the football, let's go." And he's wow. training him for that, and that's that's the when it comes to a game scenario. And he, he told him, "And you need to you need to cross the ball, you need to go for goal. You've got the energy to do it. You can concentrate, even though you're tired." Yes. Do you yeah. know? And I think that's so important. <laughs> I was talking with um, a, a group of friends um, a while back, and we're talking about the story of David and Goliath, isn't it? And mm. it's funny because one of, one of the guys said that David was the underdog, and my, one of my boys was like, "No, he wasn't." He said, "The people, <laughs> <laughs> he said, the people perceived him as an underdog." Yes, he went in small. there. No, yeah, he went in there knowing what he was about to do. Yes, but he said like he didn't just randomly pick up a slingshot and some stones. Like he'd been doing this. Yeah, he's practicing. He'd been practicing. He knew, you know. All right, I need this amount of stones. I need like it wasn't just. Yeah, God was with him, but the guy practiced. Mm. Because you know even when you, when you look at David, they said um, that he was basically skillful in what he was yeah. doing. Do you yeah. remember when they were looking for someone to uh, to play and to minister to Saul? Yeah. Mm. You know, they needed someone who was skillful at what they did. Yeah. They didn't just want anybody. And David yeah. obviously had a, you know, a, a habit or a reputation of being practiced and yeah. skillful in what he did. That, that's so true. In, in all things he did, it's like he he, he mastered that skill. Yeah. And that must have taken a lot of practice. So he was able to to deliver when needed. Do you know? Exactly. And it's funny you say that because you look at the situation with Goliath, but like you said, you also look at the situation with Saul. He's called yeah. upon and he's just ready. He's ready. You no, know, get ready. He's just ready. Plug and play. This is it. And it's crazy <laughs> because we, we don't even hear about him <laughs> using instruments before that. No, right? 
he's just working. Do you know? Exactly. So uh, for me, it was just like, okay, God speaking to me about, all right, preparation. Um, what do you do? But, you know, behind, when there's no challenge preparing so that when you, you meet it, you're ready. And I remember my uncle always says this. He says, under pressure, what's in you comes out. Mm. You know, it's like a toothpaste. He said, if you squeeze the tube, the toothpaste is meant to come out because that's what's in it. Mm. You know, and it's it, so it, it stuck to me that all right, what what? How do we prepare in it, and, and why don't we prepare? You know, do we as Christians try to rely too much on anointing, or all right, God's gonna do it for me? Or, you know? Yeah, but even with that, like you need to be prepared. Yeah, and this is one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Like, what do what are the things that you feel like we need to be prepared, pre prepared for? Because even the anointing, you have to be prepared yeah, to. Definitely flow in the anointing because 100%. if God is telling you to do something in the moment but you're not used to listening to God on your day to day why are you then going to do that in the important moment if you haven't actually cultivated that that skill that practice that habit mm. of doing that yeah no it's so true um like you said it's, it's you haven't that been able to even listen to the hear God's voice and it's it's funny there's a, there's a friend of mine and he's he's very good at speaking mm. and Literally, like everyone that hears him speak says it like, oh, you've got a gift in this. But this guy practices. Mm. And I remember being being at his house once and I could hear him <laughs> speaking upstairs. And I'm thinking, who's this guy talking to? Bro, he's practicing, he's preaching a sermon. Wow. Like that. And I was like, wow, you practice. And he's like, yeah, you know. God gives you the word, but you got to deliver it. You have to deliver, exactly. <laughs> like, and it's just seeing him do that prep. And so it made me understand that, okay, this is, yeah, he's got a gift at speaking, but he practices, you know. Mm. And sometimes we see people with a gift that we don't realise that, yeah, they, there's a gift there, but they also have to practice. Like, even when we look at guys like, in, in let's say in sports, like LeBron James, he's a gifted basketball player, but he still had to practice. But, and, and this is the thing, yeah, is that people will say, oh, but he's six foot eight and he's massive. But like, firstly, like, okay, so you can't teach height. You just yeah. grow, right? Mm. But he works on his body. He's yeah. every day he's working out. Like mm. the truly great basketball players, they don't they don't get their own talent alone. Talent can only yeah. take you so far. It's so true. You know, it can only, so like I'm talented height wise, but in terms mm. of basketball, my basketball ability actually isn't that good. I heard, I heard you. I heard you're a baller, though. That's the word on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> it's the word on the streets. <laughs> that one is preparation, my friend. Because honestly, like, so when I was, I think I was maybe 16 or 17, um, I was playing for a team, and I was super tall, right, for my for yeah. my age. But the coach said, "Look, you are never allowed to shoot the ball. Wow! Don't just, don't, don't shoot." He just said, "Don't shoot." Because I was a terrible shooter. Like, my basketball ability like that is not that good. I didn't really yeah. understand when to shoot, what was going on. My mm. shot was terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> he just said, just when someone else shoots, go get the rebound. Because you're big, mm. go get the rebound. Okay, so that was a strategy. Yes, just, you're big. You can't teach someone to be tall. Go and jump. Go get mm. rebounds. And then that summer, I went away and I... My parents, they put up a basketball hoop in our garden on the grass, which is ratchet of all things. <laughs> um, they put up a basketball hoop on the grass. I yeah. I think I either bought or I downloaded 
maybe legally, maybe illegally, um, some videos about how to shoot. And I spent the whole summer shooting, shooting, practicing, practicing, practicing. And then by the time I went to university, you know, my sh- I found a, um, I went to like a basketball camp um, in Paris and I found the little sheet that they write notes about you and stuff. And they're talking about how good my shot actually was and these different wow. things, but it's not, you know, it was just from practicing, practice yeah. and repetition and yeah. really preparing for those things. Because mm. to be honest, I'm, I'm tall, but naturally I'm, I'm I, pr- I wouldn't say I'm a great natural basketball player mm. i've i've learned a lot i've practiced a lot to become a functioning basketball player i'm still i i can beat most people because i'm tall and now i can shoot but mm. when it comes to real you know you compare me to someone who really understands basketball there's no comparison mm. but i made it onto teams because i prepare because they yeah. see that okay he comes to practice he comes early he stays a bit later in terms of mm. i practice my craft i shoot more yeah you know, i do extra you know, and that preparation time really, it really helps. Mm. No, definitely. I've, I've seen it even coaching. I've seen mm. um, some players that start coming early. Yes. And then when they come early, a lot of the times they get, it's like they get a free one-to-one session. Yeah. Because Absolutely. I'm there early or another coach is there early and he's like, you know what? Since you're the only one here, let's work on this. Yeah. So before you know yeah. it, everyone doesn't realise, oh, yeah. but out of nowhere, they think, how did this guy get good? But what they don't realise is he's been coming earlier than everyone else. He's been coming early. And plus, Coach wants to give you another chance now because he knows that you're putting in the work. This is it, yeah. You know, he knows he can trust you because you're putting in the work. Mm. Like, you're you're there. He sees your ethic. He sees how how you pay attention and that kind of stuff that most people don't actually do. Mm. It's it's so true. And that's as a coach, that's something that you want, isn't it? People you can count on. Yes. You know, so... and. Even when you look at it is that in our in our Christian walk, you know, like when we find certain things happen, hmm. come on. We always, we think, how did this just happen? And come on. You've been on your way there. <laughs> <laughs> certain yeah. things you ignored. It is, yeah. It's so funny. It's like <laughs> I, was, I was listening to the interview, there's this guy and he, he was talking about when whenever he would he was in and out of jail and he was like, he said the last time he went to jail. He actually sat down because at first when he used to go in, into jail, he never thought, he never really reflected and thought, how did I get here? You mm. just think, oh, it was, I just need to work on this little thing here. I just need to. But he said the last time he went in, he really, he realized that I've been messing up this whole journey. The this whole is how time. it got me here the oh, whole time. Wow. And I think sometimes it's in our walk, we just look at this thing like individually, look at, isolate it on its own and think, oh, I just did this, this is how I got it. But if we look no. and really trace things, we realized there were so many moments mm. that got us to that point, you know? And in us preparing, we could avoid a lot of things, you know? Do you know, it's, it's, this is a very, probably weird way of looking at it, but you know the story of the talents, mm. where the master says, you know, you've been faithful with the little, I will now yeah. give you more, right? Yeah. In a weird way, it also kind of works in the opposite. You know, yeah. like you build up the same thing you do in the small things is what you do in the large things. So that works for good or for bad, mm. you know. So if you are unfaithful in the little things, you're going to be, yeah. be unfaithful <laughs> in the much. It's you so know, true. And then that big, 
big disaster that everyone sees like how did that happen but you've been doing it you've been doing (laughs) it and doing it this is it bro both ways (laughs) it's so true but rarely do we look at why how we've got there we always just focus on that one big disaster and stay there and not trace our steps to feet no we've been making these small mistakes to build up to get here and what can we do differently in our walk is it all right i need to be disciplined in this area as well in in the small areas i need to be more into prayer i need to be obedient do you know mm. because um there's so many things that can lead up to it and i think that's that's a, a lot of things we don't realize i didn't realize it was down to preparation so how i prep is how i'm going to respond when the enemy um sends an attack do you know, do what, you know what i'm saying what if i'm saying. if i'm looking left and right say go on, bro. no you go you go if I'm, if I'm just getting drawn by every temptation and I'm yes. and I'm looking at every woman that passes and I'm just no discipline, do you know yes. what I mean? And I'm just thinking, oh, it's just a, it's just a little look. It's, it's, it, it starts to graduate, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> to something else. And then when the, the maddest slip-up happens, I'm there thinking, how did I get here? It's like, bro. You've been on your journey there. You've been on your journey <laughs> for a long time. But it starts for me with that discipline, cultivating that from early and saying, you know what, I'm going to choose not to look. And if that is a struggle, saying, you know what, Lord, help me. This is where I'm struggling with. Mm. And tackling it from that very point and doing the work there. And as you prep and as you, you, you're able to overcome the, the small challenges, when that main challenge hits you, you're ready for it because you've been doing the work. Mm. I think... I think you know you said about you know what what comes out of you when you're squeezed yeah it's like for me preparation is where you're putting things in you mm, right because when you think about yeah. like for an athlete right what you're what you're putting into them is muscle memory you're putting yeah. into them iq understanding of situations when this happens this is what you think about and this is how you respond mm. you're putting things in them putting things in yeah. them, putting things in them even when you look at that thing where you know you're talking about with lust every time you're looking at a woman you're putting images inside you you're putting responses inside you you're building that so then when you're squeezed that's Mm. what's going to come out yeah so like for me preparation is also about like what am i putting inside myself Mm. what are you You feeding yourself with exactly exactly what am i programming myself Mm. with? it's so true you know you say that because even in with the area of lust, like that was something where I would make certain decisions, yeah, even just being transparent here. And I've never really realized that, bro, I'd been flopping. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like I had to sit myself down and be like, no, nah, this is, mm. you've been on this journey. Mm. You know, I, I think what you said about what we're feeding ourselves with is so important because, um, I've been realizing this whole weight loss journey, there's some food that I eat that makes me feel tired and there's food that I eat that gives me more energy. Wow. And God was speaking to me about, you know, also what I, what I, the content that I watch, what I listen yes. to. Yes, And I was, I was speaking to, I think it was Arnold I was speaking to and I was saying that, bro, sometimes I watch something and it's not even something sinful, but I just feel drained spiritually from it. Yes. And it's weird because someone else could watch it and feel nothing. Be fine. But, it's but so for me, <laughs> for me, it's like it drains me. Yeah. And I've had to say, all right, cool. I need to now exercise discipline. I guess I just can't watch this now. Because it's draining me. And being careful with 
why why I take in, you know. Do you, do you know what's mad as well, right? Is that when you first stop watching stuff, right? Mm. It's really hard. Yeah. Right? It's really hard and you feel like you're missing out. Mm. But then, you know, a week, a month in, you don't even miss it anymore. You know? It's so true, yeah. Yeah, you don't do, even do, miss it's it. It's so anymore. true. I, there was something funny I told all of this. It was this podcast I was listening to, really, and it was like, it was just banter with guys in it, but a lot of the stuff yes. they talk about, I don't really agree with it. But yeah. I used to listen to it and have a laugh about it. And so, you know, it was on my heart that I need to stop listening to this because it's not edifying. Isn't it? And what yeah. made me laugh was I was speaking to my cousin and he was just like, he used to listen to it. And he's like, I haven't listened to it like nine months. I was like, this guy ain't even a believer. <laughs> and was that why he wasn't listening to it? No, he just had to, he just stopped listening to it. But I thought, wow. how is he able to stop listening to it? And I'm there, more yeah. than a believer. I'm, struggling. I'm struggling. So I just think that encouraged me to be like, right, I'll make a decision, I'm going to stop. And similar to what you said, after a while, it was, became easier. You know, at yeah. first I was like, all right, I need to listen it's to tough. it. And I realized why I was listening to it. Why was that? A lot, of, a lot of the stories they will share, it was like, even though I wasn't living that life, it kind of took me to back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like I was trying to still hang on to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, it's like, nah, bro, that ain't you, man. No, go. you got to let that go. And let I think that's what go. I was doing with listening to it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Without me realising I was still trying and, to connect to that. And that's interesting because that is how that desire grows inside mm, you, right? Because yeah. you're feeding that desire. Yeah. You're feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. And it's in like a, like a harmless way or whatever, but... Mm it's growing in strength all the time yeah so true it, it, like you said it's so harmless you don't even realize mm. how it's growing you only realize what's this it's got to that fully point. grown <laughs> fully it's like grown. a 20 year old in your face <laughs> like yeah now now try discipline me try <laughs> yeah. discipline me now and it's bigger than you bro it's so true you know and you, it's like it's so funny because if you stop doing something like i always think like as an athlete, you stop training for a long time, yeah. You're just eating what you want. You can still beat like the regular person in it. Like, let's say you're a runner, you can still beat that like, average person because you're this is what you do. But you you carry on for longer, yeah. That the average guy is going past you. He's this is the thing. And you want to be so fast, yeah. so fast. It will happen to you. It's, it's so true. And if you trace your steps, you'll be thinking, nah, this is where I stopped. I lack the discipline. And this is where things have creeped in, isn't it? But a lot of the times we don't look at our, our lack of discipline in those areas, you know, even like for me looking at, like I said, linking to the weight loss um, process and looking at lack of discipline and, and, and putting things in place. So I know I need to do my meal prep every Sunday. If I don't prep for the week, I'm tempted to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get something I shouldn't get. Oh, for sure. Or it's, so easy. it's, it's going to happen. I have to be prepped. So I've got to do my meal prep. And I, I realized, and then as I was doing that and I was training, I realized, okay, when I come out of the gym, I'm always hungry. Straight off the bat. And I'm thinking, okay, I need to buy something to eat. I know I've got something at home to eat, but it's that journey. And someone said to me, well, why don't you just get a healthy snack? And then, like I said, it was back to preparation again. Okay, I know this is going to happen. Let me prepare for it. Do you know? But as we prepare, it, it helps us in those, in those moments. Um, and it builds us it builds us spiritually stronger, you know? 
The same way when, as we go to the gym and it will work on a muscle and it, you know, we get stronger. Same thing is spiritually, the more we prepare, you know, through, like I said, being disciplined, but also adding prayer there, reading the word. We're, we're building ourselves, we're building ourselves strong, you know, and our, we're able to now deal with different challenges. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's, For sure. it's, it's, it's so important. So it's, yeah, it's just something that I've been learning with. And whenever I get something wrong, I always think, you know what, I'll, I'll totally prepared. Yes. And I, I trace back my steps now, you know, rather than just, you know, wallowing in it. I'm just like, okay, this is, and it's funny because I had the scenario where one of the players that I coached, he, he had a terrible game. And you know what, he's a good player, but he just had a bad game. And I said to him, he had this wallowing whenever everything goes wrong. Mm. And I was like, look, you've got two options. You can go home and soak, and you're probably going to deliver the same performance you did today next week. Exactly. Or you can go home and actually look at what you did wrong and retrace your steps yeah. and how you could have been better prepared. And For sure. I think that's what it is. A lot of the times when we do even fall into these things, I speak from my own experience. It's just me. I just used to wallow in self-pity. Mm. I never really used to think, okay, where did that go wrong here? How could I pre- be better prepared for this? You know, and really retrace my steps. And what I love about life and about God is that you, there's always more chances. Mm. You know, it's going to be quite rare that we make a mistake where there is no redemption from it. Right, yeah. it's, it's it's it can happen, but most things is you know you had a bad game and you get another chance at a game, you know, yeah, or you made a bad decision, but you will get another mm. chance to make a better decision. 100%. You know, yeah, and it's that. so we have this um this mentality in the team I used to play for. It's called next play because yeah. in basketball, within in a minute, you can have two or three possessions right it's about mm. 24 seconds of possession so what happened is i might screw up on this one possession and then spend the next two possessions wallowing on the fact that i screwed it mm. up yeah. or i can you know go okay next play next possession just mm. focus on move the on play. yeah move this on yeah you know and then i can actually um i can actually have a better impact you can go from zero mm. to hero in one play yeah right? I could lose the ball one second and literally score the game winning basket the next. Like it can happen mm. like that. That's that's deep still. It's so true. It's all about your perspective, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know? I feel that that that's so important, our our, our perspective and just yeah, just do, doing the work, man, being prepared. But also as well, it's like when Arnold was doing the preparation of the door, bro, the sanding mm. down is boring, bro. I I, oh. I did I had to use the machine. The paint, <laughs> bro. The sanding down was, was boring. The painting is the exciting bit, isn't it? Like, yeah, you get yeah. to paint. It. Wait, paint. <laughs> this is the funny thing for me. Painting is boring. <laughs> no, I, in context, though, yeah, you're right. Yeah, context, it's the most exciting bit. It's the most exciting bit. You don't want to be perfect. I'm just thinking, can't we just paint all over this? But when we finish painting it, and I see why we have to sand it down and how it looks, I I, I understand it. And it's, it's the same thing. Preparation is boring. boring. <laughs> but I hate doing the meal prep every Sunday. Do you know what, actually? So who is it? I think it was like Kobe or Denzel or someone like that. And they said, look, it's about falling in love with the process. Yeah, definitely. If you actually fall in love with the process, 
preparation if you can fall in love with the practice mm. then the yeah. game is the game you know it's fun yeah, but, yeah. It's true. but if you can really fall in love with okay i'm doing this you know so some let's think about like our spiritual disciplines right mm. and those are the things that are like you know sometimes we we think are like that's the preparation and sometimes let's be honest we can think of it as quite boring right mm. in terms of yeah, prayer the word you know discipline Mm. but actually firstly like god loves us and he wants us to live fulfilled lives right so what i love is actually when i get into that place of preparation and i'm reading or i'm praying i actually really enjoy it Mm. you know but it's that thought of before and i'm sure with you even like sometimes when you get into the gym and you get into a good workout you're like Mm. this is actually great like why was i dreading this yeah you know, and sometimes it's just a mindset shift because actually the things mm. that God has built for to be good for us, they're actually fun for us as well. It's so true, yeah. You know, actually like meditating on the word, getting understanding, getting revenue, like that's actually yeah, great. Yeah, it's, it's you so know, true. Actually communing with God, getting a word or getting something for somebody or whatever, or you know, like when, you, when you've thought about someone and you may have prayed mm. about them, and then they tell you what was yeah, going on. That, yeah, that, yeah. What? God. Like, <laughs> it's you, you so true, man. You to do that? Like, where where you get a revelation when you read a word or a word of knowledge. Yeah. It's, it's so true. It's, it, it is fun, you know. And it's, yeah, man. It, it's so true. You know, our perspective on it needs to be, needs to be changed. You know, even if, you know what, even in the times when it's tough, you know, yeah. it's, it's pushing through because... I remember for me, like, in my when my devotions, it was like, you know when you're on the mountain in devotion, it's like, yeah. bro, worship is just great. Like, you're hearing, and then you got the the next day, but it's completely different. Yep. <laughs> you're like, what the happened? Song, the song that did it didn't even do it today. <laughs> like, it just annoys you. It actually annoys you. <laughs> it's, it's like to push through that, and it's like to know that, you know what, God is still here. You know, and I've got to just push through. And like you said, when you push through that on the other end, there's so much you receive. Beautiful. You know? It's, it's so true. It is, you know. And like you said, that's, that's part of the, the spiritual disciplines, is rewiring our minds to, you know, to, to do these things. And do you know what, right? It's, it's what you said actually about even when you don't feel it, mm. right? And that. That for me is that's faith, right? Because yeah. we walk by faith and not by sight. Because mm. there are times, and we've both been to those same worship nights, isn't it? Where yeah. you are like, we are in the throne room. Like, bro, what is actually happening. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Mm. But then when you're doing it at home by yourself, for example, you bro. might just be like, this is so dry. Like, yeah. what is even happening? You know? Because mm. it starts out like that sometimes. Like, let's be real. Yeah. You know, definitely. No, it does. Really start out like that. You know, mm. but God is still there. He's still yeah. present, just in the same way that he was in the other place. But actually, it's my perspective that is different. And when yeah. I switch my perspective and I go in faith and I'm like, God, you are mm. here. Regardless of what yeah. I feel, what I see, it doesn't matter. Yes. You are here. Yeah. You know, actually, those other things fall in line, you know, mm. and it's just a matter of time until they do. Yeah, so true. It is so true, man. Once that change of perspective happens, you're like, you know what, look, you're here. I'm not going by my feelings. I know you are here. You mm. know, it's so it's so true, that, And that, that that is the challenge, isn't it? Like, even, like you said, linking it back to the gym, when I go in there and I don't feel like yeah. doing it, and I'm like, I have to do it, you know? Yes. I'm Absolutely. just pushing through in that moment. And 
you you know what god gives grace when you push through i've, I've honestly, experienced honestly. those days when it's tough and i and i kind of and i push through I, I find a new grace like to kind of keep going there's times when i feel like you know when you feel like lord i've only got five minutes in me to pray man I'm, i can't push through but then you get going and time just flies. two hours you're like wait you're like, what <laughs> oh yeah 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 you know there's a grace that just comes upon you in it even though you didn't have that energy you know i'm getting it reminds me of that verse where it says about you know god is a rewarder of those who mm. diligently seek him yeah you know and sometimes we see that as you know okay if i seek god he will give me fame finances whatever 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 but sometimes actually the reward is also just like you said you know yeah like i came here diligently to do this yes i didn't really feel like doing it but i showed up and i did mm. it and new grace came that's a gift mm, you yeah. know that's an actual gift that's a you know and if we don't have to earn it that's not what i'm saying mm, that's not what i'm yeah. saying yeah but like there is something about that that that's that's a pleasant thing that's a reward from god it's like so yeah true. You, you know because it says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. yeah that's so true and it's so true that is that is a reward you know yeah, yeah we we when and to seek God and to diligently do it, that requires effort, man, isn't it? Effort. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's so true. It it takes something from us to, to keep to keep pushing. But yeah, God 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 always sees what we do and he always, you know, it, when we seek to honor him and to seek him, man, he always rewards us for that, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And it's there's a verse, you know, it talks about how it's the honor of God to hide something. Or something like that and the honor of kings to seek it out you know it's actually an honor let me find this verse yeah so i'm not misquoting it um and it's, it's basically talking about you know how part of our honor is in seeking god yeah you know okay. so yeah it's proverbs 25 2. Let me, let me look that up um and it says and for me this actually really like really shifted some some perspective for me um, even in terms of like studying the word and and that kind of thing. It says it's God's privilege to conceal things and the king's mm-hmm. privilege to discover them. You know, and in the Bible it talks about, you know, we've been made kings and priests unto mm-hmm. the most high God. Yeah. You know, so that does actually like apply to us. You know, God is the mm-hmm. king of kings, you know, so he's the king over us, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's like there is there is honor in seeking the things that god has for us definitely there is honor in like god has a plan for us and he has laid that out for us you know Mm. but if we don't seek it we don't find it yeah 100 percent. it requires something from us exactly do you know it 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 definitely does and there's so many places in the bible where god is telling us to to seek him yes do you know and so it it definitely requires something from us but to also know that he, he gives us the grace as well as we as we set to seek him you know what i mean yes. you know god god gives us that grace it's, it's such like a beautiful like reciprocating thing right because it also says like draw near to me and i will draw near to you yeah you know but it also says about how you know god has drawn us to him as well mm. you know so god draws we draw near to him he draws near to like it's like this just this beautiful this beautiful cycle, you know? Yeah, so true, man.
it's just it's to us man do you know what i mean god god's giving us everything man do you know what i mean it's mm. just for us to now say you know lord i want i'm gonna seek you and even when i don't feel like it you know i'm gonna push through and mm. just you know and, and we'll you know we'll, we'll like you said he says draw near to me and i'll draw near to you you know mm. and that's that's something i've seen in my life like when i've set time to say now nah, like i'm gonna have devotion i'm gonna push through I'm, you know I've, I've definitely felt god's presence you know Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's amazing. Mm. And so you mentioned like, you know, what you've been receiving about preparation. Is there anything else that you've been kind of receiving or is there anything around like what are you preparing in? You know, what what's what do you feel like you've been getting? Do you know what? For me, in terms of preparation, it's been all aspects of, of my life, you know, that mm. I've been I've been thinking about it. But um, mainly, I'd say my my walk with God, um, preparation in terms of like spiritual disciplines, you know, reading my word, prayer, that sort of stuff. Um, that's been the the main focus. But also in other areas as well. And I've just literally like everything now. I'm able to trace it down to not being prepared. Mm. Like even if, like for example, I was talking about like part of the preparation has been resting when I need to rest knowing mm-hmm. when I'm tired and knowing that okay I'm exhausted mm-hmm. now I need to rest and if I don't and something happens after I realise I should have just rested that was an indicator that was an indicator do you mm-hmm. know what I mean and so that's been part of it do you, do you think part of it is preparing your rest definitely um, one of my mentors he schedules in times for rest Mm. And he, he said that to me and a couple of my friends that he mentors us and he's like, in your schedule, schedule times for rest. Mm. Like, if you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. And I'm, I'm still trying to get to that place, I'll be honest. <laughs> mm. Sometimes I'm resting, but it's, it's when I feel like, yo, I'm getting tired here. Mm. But um, What do you think stops you from getting to that place? I don't know, you know. I think it's that, like you said, it's, it's culture, isn't it? Like, Mm. We're always thinking we gotta keep keep grinding, keep working. Do you mm. know? Um it's like me me and my cousin used to have this saying and the other day we spoke about it, we was like it wasn't really a saying, but we used to always say this and we spoke about it and we we're like, this made no sense. We always <laughs> used to think we always used to think we had to achieve a certain amount of success to deserve a holiday. What? It's so stupid. Honestly. What do you mean? Like in our heads, like nah, man, you give a holiday when you, you know, what I'm saying where you're getting this money, like when you've got to this level, like nah, bro. That's how we, were, that's how we were thinking, like growing up, like. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Since thank God he's delivered me from that, but I've, I've been on I'm a few holidays. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> that's how we used to think. Do you know what wow. I mean? And so sometimes it's like knowing we need to do, we need to rest, but we still feel like now nah, we need to grind, we need to work. Do you know what I mean? And it's that I don't know. Sometimes we feel like we don't. I would say I'll speak for myself. And sometimes we feel like, oh, do I really deserve this rest? Like, have I worked hard enough? But bro, this is you know this is mean? actually the big thing, right? Because for me, so I just got a new job, right? Yeah. And people keep saying to me, "You deserve it," right? And I'm like, "Fam, I don't deserve it." Why do I you say that? Don't because I actually don't. Right? Because what do, how do I, how do I qualify for deserving a, a new job? 
I mean, you've built your skill, your skill set up to a point yeah, but, where you're but able bro, to. Other people are actually better than me. Yeah. Mm. Other people have also put in the same work that I have. Yeah? yeah. They have comparable, maybe even better skills than I have. Mm. Right. And this is where for me it comes back to that by labor or by favor thing. Yeah. Right? That's Why favor. do I need to deserve a holiday to take one? That's so true. Right. I, I fully know, like my last, the last holiday, I didn't deserve it in the slightest. Mate, I was in Anguilla. <laughs> like, do you know, do you know what Anguilla is like? And me, I'm in Anguilla. I didn't, I didn't deserve it at all. Mm. And I sat there so many times thinking, I do not deserve this. And not in mm. a deprecating way, but in a grateful yeah. way, like, Lord, mm. I don't deserve this, but you have still given this to me. Yeah. It is, it is humbling. It is mm. a reminder that, look, there are people that work just as hard as me and even yeah. work harder than me. It, this, for me, it's not about deserving it or not. Like we mm. don't deserve anything that we it's actually so true. really have, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's and so for me, true. that's where like culture lies to us. Like you deserve it, treat yourself, you deserve it. No, none of mm. us deserve anything good. Yeah. Right, we're, we're actually sinful. sinful. Like we don't deserve any of the good things that we mm. actually have. So true. But it's all given. It's all a gift from God. It says like, yeah. Every what is it? Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Yeah, or something like that. Let me find it. I think you started yeah. it off right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so James one seventeen, bro. I never want to be misquoting these things. <laughs> For James, someone to put it against you. <laughs> honestly, like, and not even that. Just before I before I tell someone the wrong thing. Yeah, it's true. So it says James 1.16. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go back a little bit just just after this. But James 1.16. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. You know? That's where I'm like, every good thing that I have it's is a literally a gift from God. Yeah. Right, I didn't. 100%. I didn't deserve the gift. I don't yeah. deserve the gift. There's nothing you could have done to earn. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. So that's, even that's... with the holiday, brother, you don't deserve the holiday, but take it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> take it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you don't. You don't so actually true. deserve it, but you mm. you don't deserve the gift of Christ, but you mm. take it anyway. So yeah, you know, so it true. says about you know, if God wouldn't even spare His own Son how much mm. more these other things. So it's like the same for me. It's like, bruv, I don't deserve Jesus, but mm. I still take it. So I don't yeah. deserve that holiday or that car or any of that stuff. I don't deserve mm. it at all. That job, I don't deserve it, but I will still receive it with mm. Thanksgiving yeah. and use it to glorify God because that's, he gave it to me as a gift. Mm, it's true. And I think that's, that's the key thing, what you said there, because it allows that room for you to realize that, wow, God has given me, this is a gift as you you could be beating your chest saying yeah i'm the guy i earned this job this is is it that nope but, but <laughs> i know me so you're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, know, I know me. you know you know when god comes through for you you know it had nothing to do with you exactly you can't even think that <laughs> that's my whole life literally my whole life i look at i'm like lord you really you really did this yeah it's it's crazy honestly mm. honestly like so true man I know I don't deserve it because that is so awkward because people are like, you really deserve it. And I'm, I'm literally like squirming 
And some of these people aren't Christian, yeah? So how do I explain Yeah, they don't understand it. They don't understand? It's when I'm trying to say, like, I don't deserve it. They're like, oh, no, but you worked so hot. I'm like, you really don't get it, yeah? You think I worked hard, but that's because God has also made you think I work hard. Because I don't work that hard. Like, (laughs) it's like, the Lord is doing something. Two plus two is equaling ten. Like, I didn't do that. It's, It's favor, you know? Honestly. Honestly, yeah, that is honestly. true. It goes back yes. to that, that that scripture you gave earlier, man. About yes. by labor or by favor. By favor, bro. I'm I'm, I need to find if that is an actual scripture reference. Yeah, that's true. That's, actually. Fucking, that's, an, that's an African <laughs> proverb. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, well, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, yeah, says yeah, the Lord. Yeah. I guess is the closest, <laughs> the closest one to that, you know. And I think... Yeah, for me, I just realized like the favor is is just such a thing. It is just such a thing, you know? And I think for me, when I was when I was in my early 20s, I was part of this church and it was like a super prophetic church, right? And so we'd get people coming to like prophesy and stuff like that. And you know, like when you're watching everyone get prophecies, yeah? Mm. And everyone is getting these really detailed, like God is saying this, 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 and they've got all like paragraphs, yeah? And so, like, it's coming to me, and I'm like, you know, I'm wringing my hands. I'm like, okay, ready, ready, let's go, okay. Yeah. And all they said is favor, 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 Mr. Favor. That's literally all they said. Yeah. Mm. That's it. And then I realized, because at first I was like, where's my full, like, prophetic, deep word? But then it was like, God was like, yeah, but what more do you need Mm. than favor? Like, once you have favor, like, everything else can fall easily into place. Yeah, definitely. You know? Like once the favor of God is there, like you're chilling. That's it, man. Bro, and ever since then, that's when, bro. That's when I realized, like, bro, it's not me. It is. I don't deserve it. I really don't. Bro, God's favor gives you such an acceleration. You're thinking, how did I get this quick? (laughs) Yes. Like what (laughs) happened? What happened? For real, man. That's 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 a powerful testimony, man. You know, with that job though, how did it come about? Was it a promotion in the same company or you left the company? Yeah, so so it's it's same company. So same company, I've been at Sky for 10 years now, more yeah. than 10 years. Um, but it's a different department within Sky. Mm. Um, and yeah, one day we'll talk about it on, on the podcast and stuff because even just how it all happened and stuff, it's just, I can just see the favour of God all over it, you know, and yeah, it's just... But it's so different for me because I've, mm. I've been in the same team for probably seven years, right? oh, wow. seven or eight same, years. Same like, people, same boss, same oh, wow. people in my team. Yeah, same everything. So it's, 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 it's a big change. Oh yeah, because once you've been around for like seven years, six, like people are like, yeah, that's Tolu. He does X, Y, Z. You know, he get he gives me what I want. I like him. Blah blah mm. blah blah blah. But now I'm going into like a much bigger world. So like my mm. old business unit was 400 people yeah and which sounds big but sky is thousands of people yeah yeah, yeah. sky sky and so they got a lot of stuff it's it's honestly ridiculous and so mm. now i'm kind of my remit is across basically all of sky and only 400 of those people really know who i am and what i do mm. you know so now it's like building everything from scratch, from and scratch like, yeah you know and and this is where the favor stuff comes in right too you know, because in that scenario, mm. there's no reason why I should stand out for anything. But that's mm. where the favor comes in, and that's what that's I rely a, on. Yeah, 
that's that's literally it, bro. You know, that's you know rely, relying on relying on God daily, man. It's it's needed. It's needed. Yeah, it's needed because otherwise, bro, I'll be swamped. To be very honest yeah. with you, because sometimes I look at the job, I'm like, I don't even know it's. And this is where I'm telling you, yeah. So the tool that we use. The people in my team are better at that tool than me, like by far. Honestly, by far, it's favor because they are by far better at using this tool than I am. By far, yeah, by far, you know. And that's what I'm saying. I I know I don't deserve it. I don't. Mm. But that doesn't mean I won't do my part in terms. Yeah, of this is it. Appreciating it and mm. working yeah. my part, you know, yeah. working my part, but then not. And this is this is the balance that I'm trying to strike. Right, is that because I know I don't deserve it, my instinct is to work super, super hard, yeah. right? To almost like show that I I can do yeah. it. But it's like, God's really trying to be like, actually, like, yes, work, do your part, but then when it comes a certain time, step away and come do something yeah. with me, you know? Mm. Yeah, and, and, and working not from a place of, I'm trying to prove them a point. I'm, I'm trying to prove exactly. a point to them, but just working hard mm. just because I'm so working unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah. you're working unto the Lord. That's what it yeah. is. Mm. And that's the same favor that God gave you to, to get the job is the favor He's going to give you. Exactly. To keep me there, to promote yeah. me there, all of that. So, like, promotion yeah. comes from the Lord. Like, that's where it comes mm. from. So true. You know? So, I'm not going to, because sometimes, and this is, this is the thing with big corporate as well, right? Is that if you can have someone who delivers 100% of yeah. what they were meant to, yeah, mm. but they don't get recognition for it. No one knows they've mm. done it, right? Yeah. And you can get someone who delivers 20, 30%, but the 20 to 30% makes them famous across the business and they get promoted yeah. and promoted. It makes mm. no sense. Yeah. So <laughs> how do I know what are the key things to be doing and not to be doing, mm. right? Because I don't know all the context, all the politics, all of that stuff, but there have been stuff that I've done before. I didn't even, I didn't even fathom really mm. what I was doing. And I've then seen how those things were then used to promote me later. Yeah. You know? Mm. And it's 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 not it's not fair. It's a it's a yeah. Like I didn't it know is, I was it. doing it at the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true. Really There's no way to explain it other than it's God's favor. It's God's favor. It's you God's know, favor. It's, it's so it's so true. I've I've seen it as well in the workplace where you just do one thing, man, and that just opens the door, like people asking, Well, who did this? It, and, yeah, like you said, it could be someone else that's working harder in the background, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. It's really it's, it's God's favor, but you know, I think that's so that's so important. What I've learned, even in work, is asking God for wisdom. Yeah, because a lot of the times I depend on my own knowledge. Now I've got this. Now I've just been like, oh, three wisdom, help me in this situation. No, yes. no matter what I think, I know, you know. Um, I'm trying to get to the habit of inquiring from God, you know, how do I tackle this? You know, and you know what, um, this is where preparation yeah. comes in as well, because yeah. actually doing that as our first port of call, because often yeah. it'll be like, you know, I've struggled and I've struggled and I just mm. can't think of what to do. And then I go to God, but actually, yeah. preparation, <laughs> you know, you know, you said about sharpening mm. that. Yeah. You know, it's actually let me, before I even attack a task, yeah. Let me sharpen my axe. Let me yes. sharpen my discernment. Let me yeah. hear from God about, okay, do this, do that. Don't do this. Mm, mm. You know, actually let's sharpen Go our through, axes yeah. 
before we start chopping and before we put in all the toil. Yeah. You know, let's actually sharpen our axes before and hear from God before we even start. That is so true, you know. Um, sharpening our axes is really us, like like you said, hearing from God clearly. Like, okay, God, what is what what direction do I need to be going? How do, you know? For me, what I, one thing, one of the things I loved about David is David always inquired of the Lord. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And he was a yes. skilled warrior, so he really could have just yeah. been like, I know how this goes, and we'll go out and do it. But he would always inquire of God, like, you know, should I go, should I not? Mm, how should I go? You know? yeah. yeah. He even got the, even when he knew God was like, right, you're going to get the victory, he's like, all right, still, give me the, the game plan. What's the game plan? Give me the, yeah, give me, you know, give me the details. Yeah. Sometimes we just, we just get one of the, part of it from God, but we don't wait around for the full thing. So we just get, yes. okay, God, you're going to, all right, I'm going to break through this area. All right, cool. I'm gone. I've got the rest. But yes. Lord, how am I going to get through this area? What do you want me to do? You know, mm. Mm. how do I go about it? I think it's so true. That's all part of, like you said, sharpening that, the axe. Sharpening the axe. It's so true, man. That's, that's actually dope, man. Definitely a powerful, powerful testimony. I definitely, I think, and even the role I got now, you made me think, I definitely didn't deserve this one. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I did not deserve this role. <laughs> so, I had the interview, yeah? I had a few interviews lined up. I'm not gonna lie, I had this interview and I said, you know what? I need to go to the other interview. <laughs> wow. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Wow. Like, they called me back. I was thinking, are we in the same? Like, are you okay? Did, <laughs> yeah, you, did yeah. you see what I just did? Yeah. did you, were we in the same place? Like, Bro, what? I wanted to say to them, are you not sure? Honestly. <laughs> that one, I definitely didn't deserve it. Bro, maybe maybe <laughs> next episode we talk about, you know, our scenarios and things that we didn't deserve. Because honestly, sometimes people, people need to hear like the way that God does things and the way mm. that God turns things around. So maybe not next episode, but on some some episode, nah, we, will, uh, we will talk about it. Because bro, I have some stories. No, nah, we oh definitely need to talk gosh. about it, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Definitely, yeah. bro. Yeah, bro, take that holiday you don't deserve. Nah, definitely, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to book it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know what actually changed it? Similar to you going to Anguilla, yeah. My yeah. friend was, my friend was getting married, didn't it? It was a destination wedding, so I had no oh, choice, wow. man. You have to go. <laughs> yeah, you have to go. go. I got out there, and I was like, wow. I need to do this more often. Honestly, bro, it's like there is something. I think we talked about it before. There is something special about travel mm. that God has made for yeah. us. Because yeah, even when you think about it with Adam, he said, you know, go out. He basically sent them out yeah. to be scattered throughout yeah. the earth to f- to mm. fill the earth. Yeah. You know, there is something special about about travel and about you know exploring new places. Like mm. God does something with it. It's awesome. No, definitely, bro. And I'll be a good episode to talk about. Yeah, what we don't deserve. <laughs> Honestly, because <laughs> I got so many things, bro. Same, so bro. Many things. Literally the same as me. Sometimes I look at certain opportunities. I'm like, it's so crazy because have you ever had that when someone asks you how you got somewhere? And if you're to give them the roadmap for how you got there, it don't even make sense. It makes no sense. It, I, I can't even sense. give them a roadmap because I just got here. I didn't have one. I didn't yeah, have I, one in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be like follow this pattern because it, what, there was no pattern. It was yeah, just favor. Literally none. Literally yeah. none. And honestly, like every it humbles me so often. 
because there are people who have been like, oh, I really like your your career journey is like really cool. And I'm like, what? Like, you mean the thing I just floated through for the past 10 years? Like, <laughs> what? It's honestly, it's so, some of the things that people say to me is so, so humbling. I'm just like, God, you have really done something. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's quite emotional for me sometimes. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. like me. Yeah. Why? You think of how far you've come in it and yeah, you know, that definitely that's, I look, I look back on that and that makes me give thanks to God. I look and I'm thinking, yeah. how am I even here? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it won't be. You know, I, I always say, bro, I always say every good decision I made was God and every bad decision was me. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's so I don't true. Know how. It's just his favor, man. Because bro, even that verse that says about, you know, it's God who works in us to will and mm. to do of his good pleasure. So even when I get stuff right, it is literally because yeah, it's God good. has been working in me. Mm. It's just like it's really not me. I promise it's mm. really not. It's true, man. You know? And I'm so grateful for that, honestly. I'm so grateful Definitely. for that. I, I receive all the stuff I don't deserve. Mm. You know, there are Mercedes Benzes I don't deserve. There are uh, there are mansions that I don't deserve and I receive all of those things. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I said, what, well, you got a Mac? No, 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 no. But... <laughs> Bro, I was about to add that to my prayer, like, God, you know what? I don't deserve a medley. But, bro, you, know. you know, you can bless me with it. I know I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. I don't. I really don't. Bro, it's, it's so true, man. That, but I think it, it keeps you humble knowing you don't deserve it. Do you know? There's like, um, for me, literally, like, sometimes when, when I speak in public, like, people say, oh, you came across confident and all of that. And, bro, I am nervous. Wow. Like, speaking in public, I don't... I, I, yeah, I don't enjoy it. Really? But Because I think we've had this conversation you know. before, but it doesn't show at all. Yeah, it doesn't show, but... Yeah, before it, I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, help me. And mm. so if, when people say, you come across confident, you spoke really well, I'm like, that's all God. Yeah. Because if it was me on my own, I would have been stammering for like five minutes. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's literally anytime I'm gonna speak in public, I'm just like, Lord, listen, man, don't leave me hanging out here. <laughs> don't let me be ashamed, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. So like, I bear your goes name. Into it, bro. I bear your name for the sake bro, of your it name. Can be, it can be a group of fifteen people, or a group of fifty. It's the same prayer. Same thing. It's like, same Lord, thing. please help me. <laughs> don't let so, me drown, bro. When it goes well, I can't even act like it was me because I know. You already know. I know. This ain't me. This is God. Trust me, bro. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Reason for Hold podcast. Um, Yeah, let us know what you thought. Hit us up in the comments, on Instagram, on YouTube, wherever it's at. Let us know what you thought. And yeah, Abraham, thank you for joining us again. For, uh, oh, bro, for covering. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. yeah, bro. It's good to have you on. Thank you so much. Oh, it's good to be here, Thank man. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. Catch you on the ne- next episode. Peace. Peace.